Have a look ahead to the Sunday. Port Adelaide Essendon kicks us off. Port Adelaide dollar fifty two at home. Essendon two dollars fifty three. The line's twelve and a half. The total is one hundred and seventy three and a half. Yep. Um, I had a look at Port and what they did versus the Saints, and I found it really interesting. That's the first sort of um, time that I've picked up on the change in style for Port. And I think they're actually trying to copy Brisbane Lions in their style. A lot of their their parameters are actually really lining up closely with Brisbane. So Port are actually the second lowest disposal team now. And that's something that Brisbane have been doing. Port aren't going backwards, sideways and all that anymore at all. They're just driving the ball forward. They're, um, just to give you a bit of insight into that, um, last year they were third highest disposal team in the comp. Now they're 7-8th. So this is a big change in style for Port, and uh, it does seem to be working. Um, the Bombers, you know, a change of coach, I wanted to sort of see what their change in style is, and they're they're kind of doing this um, this forward handball sort of thing quite a bit now. They're quite a handball-happy team, um, and it's not a bad thing. I think it's working all right for them. I've actually got these two sides rated quite closely. Um, Bombers... I felt like, okay, 28-point loss to Geelong. That's not really too bad when they got highly exposed in one area of the ground. You know, basically Zerk Thatcher just got opened up. Um, and also off that five-day break, they get a proper break coming into this. And now five goals up on Anzac Day. Yeah. And they've only just, and again, we know how good Collingwood are at closing out games and overalls. Yeah, okay. So the Bombers' form's fairly good. They don't, you know, there's not too many parts missing. Um, so, but given the way this will play out, I think, you know, some disposal bets based around Bombers players will probably come right yeah, into play here. That. Um, both midfields will probably go high, but yeah, also with Port, you know, we're going to have to be careful about backing any of their disposal guys now that I've sort of clued onto their change in style. Their backmen are pretty much off limits for me from now on. Their midfielders can still go high. All midfielders can go high. Yeah. Um, you know, that doesn't really rely on your style too much. Um, I will have a good look into this in terms of the, the higher scoring. Um, I know a few of Port's games have gone low in a row, um, but, you know, now that I've clued on to the fact that they're trying to play a bit like Brisbane Lions, Brisbane games are generally high scoring. The Bombers games are all high scoring, yeah. you know, so uh, I think there could be a good chance of a, of a bit of a shootout. There you go. And as we always say... Uh, our our social pages, Twitter in particular, is where all the bets will be coming up. So they, these multis, obviously, play, the player markets need to come out, player lines need to come out closer to the game. So if you're listening to this during the week or if you're listening to this on Sunday morning before the games, jump onto our Twitter, which is footyfgpod, uh, and then have a look at that. You'll see there any of the updates to bets that we've mentioned on here and, of course, any new multis or... Pay a bit. And what I like oh. that's happening a fair bit now is I'm giving punters a bit of a, a head start on what to look for. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm getting messages, um, you know, through Twitter and everything like that. People are listening to the podcast and they're saying, oh, he likes the, the tall forwards against Hawthorne. So I'm getting messages. Like I had a message from a guy who's on a cricket trip on the weekend. And he goes, boys, we're uh, we're looking for something. I know you mentioned the tall fours. Should I fill up on Norton? Yeah, and I, and you know, and I wrote back to him. Yeah, look, we're following up on that. We're going to have a crack on it. Then we get a message like a couple of hours later. Boys, I'm going to fill up. <laughs> right. 
we're half tanked anyway, so they were enjoying it. But we are getting punters have a listen, get a bit of a lead, and then reach out and say, hey, what about this bloke? What about this bloke? Rah, rah. So we want to encourage that too. All right. Uh, Collingwood Sydney is the uh, feature game on Sunday. Dollar forty four the Pies, two eighty two the Swan. The Mines fifteen and a half. Yeah. So the Swannies actually beat the Pies twice last yeah. season. Um, so they might be a little bit of their kryptonite potentially. Uh, Pies lost unexpected scoring on the weekend, and the Swans actually won unexpected scoring on the weekend. So the form. The punters are drawing up here is saying, you know, Pies are coming off a win, Swans are coming off a loss. Realistically. The closer. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking at here. And the um the Swans are getting players back now. So they can get guys back into the right positions. Like I think Mills is getting back to the midfield. Now Fox will be back to take his spot in the in the uh back line. Yeah. So they're gonna have most of their pieces in place. Um and I think getting a 15-point start, I'm I'm happy to be with the Swans. What, if anything, did they do with Dacos? I am too, Nick, obviously. I haven't looked what they did with him last year in their two wins. I'll but it's a good question. Now, do one worth looking at. Uh, yeah, they've got the right players there to look after him yeah. if they want to do it. Um, so, you know, they've got guys like Cunningham. Yeah. Um, he'd been doing that um, stopping role as a small forward. So he'd be the ideal guy. You know, like Dacos on the weekend, you take his 16 kickouts out. I think he had 16 kickouts, something like that. That eight or 10 touches. Yeah. But he, I mean, like the line was in the mid 30s, which we haven't seen. In years. Yeah, but no one offered it really. I think 365 might have offered it for a short time, you know. Yeah. But um, this is why you listen to coaches' press conferences and stuff. Like Matty Nix did say straight out. And put some. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. You do listen to those things, you pick up stuff, but um, I mean, I can't, I don't have a 365 account, so I didn't bother getting on it, but uh, you know, if anybody could have, it was a good bet. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so the last game of the round is North Melbourne St Kilda, $6 uh, thereabouts for the for North, $1.13 for the Saints. The line is 37 and a half. Yep. Uh, the under over is 164 and a half. It's a nice way to close out the round if you're a Saints fan, I would have thought. Yeah. I don't know how good it is for the rest of us, but uh, angles here. Well, North, they look like their side's about to get weaker again with uh, with a few guys you know, getting injured. So they're kind of really starting to struggle now. You just look at their last three weeks in isolation. They lost by 90 points to the Ds, which we know about. 43 points to the Suns. Uh, and 75 points a week before that to the Lions. Uh, and the Saints, they're more in the mould of your Lions and Ds type four and and not in the Suns. So we saw what the Saints did to the Suns and the Suns were beating North by 43. So North, they won their first two games of the year and since then I think they've been the worst side in it. Um, so you can't even look at their odds for... The spoon, I think they were six or eight bucks, something like that. I think I pitched them to you a few weeks back, and it there was there was a double figure. Actually, yeah, right, yeah. So, yeah. They're so on form. I think they're probably the worst side in it right now. Um, so, look, I'll be looking aside with the Saints. That I think thirty-seven point five is going to be a pretty easy cover for them at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah so that's something that we're going to definitely look at. Um, also, the Saints. They're a hugely high possession team. Yeah. And um, so I've been looking to oppose the Saints, um, you know, with 
players in the opposition back line and things like that. I'm just worried on this occasion that North might be fairly uncompetitive um, and they won't get, have that opportunity to share the ball around as much. Uh, there will be a bit of an angle with Zebel being out. He's been taking all the kickouts. So there'll be a player there from North that's probably going to rack it up down back. But I'm more looking to back the Saints um, ball getters here because I could see the Saints having 450 disposals and, and winning by 60 points, that sort of thing. That's the sort of game I can I can see playing out here. And this is the thing as well. I mean, I, I was having a look at this and going, if we're going to – I mean, part of me wants to play in a space. Can you tell me if I'm wrong or not? Have a look around at the – over under point lines for North and that mm. they go really, really low in this because not only does St Kilda restrict, you'd think that they would just be far, far too good for them. So if you go on to, and I know we're talking about it, you go on Sportsbet onto the total points market, they have anything and everything there. So you can look at North's by quarter, by match, by half. Yeah. And I reckon that there could be some lines there to look for and you could, and uh, you'll be able to do, you'll be able to do varied amounts as well. Because yeah. I, I just, I'm with you. I think St. Kilda absolutely just do a job on them. But it's more, them doing a job is more restricting a team to kicking a handful of goals as opposed to themselves kicking 20. I mean, North had three goals deep into the last quarter against the Ds. Yeah. And then they kicked the last three goals of the game. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I had a message from a mate who backed the second half line. <laughs> And it got beaten with that last goal, with that uh, Cunnington goal right at the end, uh, with North kicking the last three goals of the game. I mean, the odds of North winning that second half line with 10 minutes to go in that match when they needed to kick three unanswered goals, when they're 100 points down, I think like he's copped something like, it's 100 to 1 that that loses at that point. So stick, mate. So North <laughs> Melbourne, just, just, as a, just in this, in North Melbourne to have 60 points or less, currently double your money by two bucks. Right, and I would have thought in this in the context of this game. Yeah, well, they've kept some better sides. Okay, they have. Yeah, then you see North kicking eight, nine goals against St Kilda, and I, I just don't see it. So that that's exact. Anyway, we'll um stay tuned again on socials for those player bets, and that is the wrap of all of our games for the weekend.